0: Hi, I'm Sarah. This is Kat. And welcome to Books and Bevies. Hell yeah. Today, I'm I'm just going to say this right now because last time we forgot. (laughs) We are reading A Court of Wings and Ruin by Sarah J. Maas. We're not reading it. We're we're not reading reading it. it. We're talking about it. it. We are sharing our opinions to the masses. (laughs) (laughs) Sharing our opinions to no one that asks. However, this is deflecting my need to talk to it aggressively to all my friends. I feel like you're welcome. Good, it's good. Um, This is the third book in the series. (laughs) Nice.
1: (laughs) Yep. Um, Same author, Sarah J. Mass. In case you guys were wondering. Um, You said that. Hmm. Did you say that? Yeah.
0: <laughs> I, I missed that. I said, it's A Court of Wings and Ruin by Sarah J. Mass. It's uh by Sarah J. Mass. <laughs> <laughs> How many times can we say Sarah J. Mass in one sitting?
1: Everyone listening, take a shot every time we say Sarah J. Mass.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's been like seven.
1: Throw one more in for good measure. Sarah J. Maas. Sarah J. Mass. <laughs> oh, that was two. <laughs> Getting our listeners fucked up tonight. Anyways, do you have a bevy that you are drinking?
0: I'm drinking some tea.
1: Wow. Well,
0: Crazy.
1: It's a wild night for Katrina.
0: It is final season. I am need to be sharp at all times, including (laughs) 9pm. And what about you?
1: I am actually drinking a Caesar.
0: Ooh. Canned or did you make it?
1: It's canned, but I added some things to it.
0: You you know, I always like, I always gravitated away from the canned Caesars because I was like, Tomato it's a weird juice.
1: concept. I did not think I would like it. it
0: I love Caesars. <laughs> they're so good. And the canned ones are actually very good. Like, I like them. Yeah,
1: they're not bad at all. I find I prefer my Caesars a little bit extra spicy. So I usually add some stuff to them. If you do get a canned Caesar, though, next time, add pickle juice to your Caesar. Mm. It- I
0: do love pickle juice. It literally makes it. I, mean, I meant pickles, but I was thinking pickle juice. So I love pickles. That was this. That's what I meant. I don't love pickle juice.
1: Hey, you know what? We're not here to judge. I <laughs> I wouldn't true. judge you. I've drank pickle juice before. It's good. Oh, like picklebacks. That yeah. those.
0: Delicious. Picklebacks are probably my favorite shot. I don't like the first part. I think I just like it because it's pickle juice afterwards. Exactly. So then I'm like, is it really the pickleback as a whole that I enjoy, or is it just pickle juice? You know what? I take it back. Maybe I do love pickle juice. I was wrong, spoke too soon.
1: Pickles, pickle
0: juice, all the pickling, all of it. It's great.
1: Yeah. This today I put um, you know, like. Peppercinis, like the pickled hot peppers i put that juice in
0: Mm. it's
1: delicious adds a little kick adds a little tang i love caesars i never thought i would like caesars but
0: i like a i feel like they're a good summer drink for me Mm mm-hmm also, feel like I'm getting some like vitamin or something, something good for my body while I'm drinking alcohol. You know, because when you drink like a vodka soda, what are you really getting? Hydration, maybe some lime or lemon a little, but no like
1: scurvy for us.
0: <laughs> you know, it's a deep concern of mine.
1: Anyways, do you have a reason for drinking your bevvy?
0: As I've stated in, I think the previous three episodes, my answer will be finals <laughs> until this is done it's finals mm, when then when does this one come out this is may 1st yeah. i will be free of finals
1: <laughs> when it, when is your last final
0: the 20th nice 420
1: smoke a joint before taking your final absolutely
0: not <laughs> damn that's like in five days yeah i got one one on the 18th and then another one on the 20th and i'm done. so close so next episode
1: you? you will have a different reason for drinking
0: yes crazy what about you um I am, I don't really have,
1: no, I really don't have a reason for drinking this episode.
0: It's getting warmer. It is getting warmer. Um, I realize how much of my, like, both clothing and, like, happiness um, is very dependent on the weather. Because all of my winter clothing is just sweaters and like comfortable pants that's it like i fashion is not for me in the winter don't care as soon as it's summertime i'm like okay here are all my fun clothes this is what i actually like to wear i know i'm very excited to wear like a sundress
1: just be a little cute
0: i just am excited to go outside and not be cold I, i hate the cold
1: Yeah, I guess it's a little different where you are in Canada.
0: It's not as bad here. That's good. Because we're also on the coast, so I think something about coastal weather keeps it a little bit toastier.
1: I do love coastal weather. Oh, a reason that I'm drinking, I guess, is that I had my first uh, couple serving shifts I got my I got a side gig serving at sporting events and stuff like that which is super fun great money um and it's like a really solid side hustle because it's just like a couple times a month and it's super fun I love obviously not all drunk people but like I love drunk people like when you're serving obviously you get a couple people who are like annoying and they're kind of being like problematic but for the better part of things like they're just so nice and like yeah like it's just good vibes especially at like a sporting event like it's kind of I'm assuming it's different when you're like at serving at a bar or something that's a little bit more like open to just like the general public which I like I've never done that I've only ever served at sporting events and music festivals So it's just good vibes all around and everyone's just really kind. And there was this one guy who like made my entire night because he was very relatable. He like comes up to me, asks for a white claw. And I was like, so how's your night going? He's like, I have the hiccups and I'm sad. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, all right. I was like, honestly, that is some, some relatable that like, that's just facts right there that you just spewed. And then he was like, And I missed them. I missed Canada make a goal. And now I'm more sad. And I was like, sweetie, so many people like they lost the goal or like they didn't see it because, you know, everyone's just out being drunk and dumb. Don't worry about it. And he was like, you know what? You're right. I'm not going to be sad. And like drunk people are just so funny. Like, then he told me to have a wonderful night. And I was like, I will. You just made my night. And you don't even know it. And I don't want to, like, tell you that you made my night by being sad, but.
0: <laughs> Immediately what I thought of was from Drake and Josh. Like, <laughs> Have a great day. Don't tell me what to do. <laughs> Incredible. That's so good.
1: So, yeah, I think that's why I drink. I'm excited for, like, the side hustle because it's, like, super chill and it's just a lot of fun. And the people who work there are, are all just so fun to be around. So can't complain.
0: Nice. nice. I can't, can't believe you like serving. <laughs> that was like the worst four months of my life. Yeah, but were you serving in a bar? No, but it's not, it's not so much what I was serving. It was just the fact that I had to talk to people I didn't know constantly. And they make... Like, they try and make small talk, too, but obviously I'm the one working, so I'm supposed to make the small talk, and I don't know how to do it, and I'm like, "Mm, how are you, and they'll be like, great, how are you, and I'm like, I don't don't know, like, I'm fine, I also don't want to talk to you, please tell me what you want. All right,
1: shall we discuss? I feel like we shall discuss, Um, and... Yeah, I feel like with every series, it is always so hard to say anything that is spoiler free about these books.
0: I think just to start, this one is more spicy than the previous book. I think we stated this earlier. It's it's an (laughs) up-ramp of spicy content in these series yes this one's still a fine level for me it's a little bit a little bit much maybe but
1: not there's definitely some things that were too much for me in this book
0: however it does from what i can remember they add to the story for the most part some of them are unnecessary and I, i don't need those ones um some are story related and those are fine yeah there's the,
1: yeah yeah
0: yeah so fair warning it is i would a bit- say it's
1: like a 4.5 out of 5 spice maybe like a 4.25 uh
0: yeah other than that it is really hard to say anything that's spoiler free um
1: it's obviously a continuation of where the story left off um from a court of miss and fury um Before we get into the spoiler free parts, I again want to have the caveat of if you haven't read or listened to now the previous two episodes and books, don't even don't listen to this episode, like go back, listen to the listen to these in order, please, because we're going to be spoiling
0: everything, everything. So the previous book ended with Feyre being a high lady of the night court and going back to the spring court with Tamlin after Highburn, the King of Highburn had broken the bond between Reese and Feyre.
1: And
0: Nesta and Elaine
1: were both thrown into the cauldron. Lucian and Tamlin had worked with Highburn to get Feyre back.
0: Yeah, they all got it. Like, the rest of them, Elaine, Nesta, Cassian, Asriel, they all flew to the Night Court. Yes. They're all there. Fair, Tamlin, and Lucian are in spring court. And that is how the story begins. Yes. Um...
1: (laughs) I mean, I'm pretty ready to get into my just like overall rating and review just because i feel like we've talked about now two books yeah about this like if you if you know you know and if you've already read the first two books like you you kind of know get the gist of like what happened in the previous books like there's not, not really a point in trying to describe them um and if you haven't read the previous two books what are you doing get your shit together and start this series again With very average expectations,
0: (laughs) maybe maybe read it in a little more detail than we did.
1: (laughs) Yeah, maybe try to pick up on some of the things that we missed. Uh, time and time again, whatever
0: spelling. I don't know.
1: (laughs) Anyways, do you have a overall rating and review?
0: This one's not as high as the last one it's not a 15 out of 10 it's not a 15 out of 10 I honestly I think I have to give this one a 9 out of 10 same I obviously love the story love the characters there are some issues I have with this book however specifically we have discussed previously Still is death. In this book, like it's an actual issue. Like whoever edited this book should have noticed that that is the only descriptive word used for someone being still. And I genuinely hate it. Like once I read it 40 times in three chapters, I was like, all right, I'm gonna lose my mind if I read that word one more time
1: yeah, I'm also going to rate this one a nine out of ten just because I feel like of all of the books, this is the one that I was I don't like I obviously wasn't not invested in it, but I was l- least invested in it because if you've read the previous two books, you know that like, no, they don't know yet, whatever. Um, <laughs> I feel like I was more um invested in like the romance aspect of the previous two books whereas this book is a lot more about um the the kind of battle that was that the previous two books has been leading up to um or the the war that they talked yeah. about in the so this it, it
0: is a very different it's a I different vibe, very different but like yeah it's a different vibe of book um
1: However, I do want to say that um, Sarah J Mass, another shot, people, has a great way of introducing so many characters, but I never get lost in these characters. I think I remember us talking about Dance of Thieves and how there was so many characters, but they were all introduced so quickly. Um... And it was kind of hard to keep up and be able to differentiate from the characters. every sing- i I didn't really realize this until about halfway through reading this third book. But she introduces characters quickly enough that you don't get bored, but slowly enough that you don't get confused with how many characters are being introduced. And she does a great job of describing the characters both in like appearance and personality. To the sense that like when a new character is introduced, like I'm not gonna get them confused with anyone or anything else.
0: Yeah, that's honestly so true. Considering how many courts there are, and like you know people from every court and they all work together, like they all blend. Nothing was like this is this person from this court. Here you go. Yeah. It's yeah, it's very seamless in this story. She was really good at that. Sarah J. (laughs) Math. shot
1: <laughs> um maybe you can take half shots for the rest of the episode um just so that we don't give all of our listeners alcohol poisoning maybe
0: um <laughs> all two
1: <laughs> we have like 10 um what up? anyways uh but yeah like in the last book when uh reese's inner circle was introduced that was like Four characters off the bat, plus the characters that were previously introduced. and it's like they're all so distinct
0: that that you know what I was thinking about the other day, actually, how you know when you read a book and there's like obviously different characters and like some you like more, some you like less. It is impressive that like i I know for a fact you do too, but like all of the characters in Reese's inner circle. I very much care about and have like am emotionally attached to whereas like doesn't usually happen for me in books where I'll like pick like one character and be like this is the one I like Mm -hmm. but in these stories all of their stories are deeply important to me
1: yeah and another thing that we've talked about in previous books that um I thought about when reading the third book was how Sarah J. Mass does a great job of incorporating backstories for the characters without it being without it feeling like a lull.
0: Yeah, I feel like she's very good at like building building the characters in a way that I don't want to say is like relatable because obviously this is a fantasy world where <laughs> they're not relatable characters in that sense but like there's like human qualities that you can relate to in them I think and like the things that they go through and the way that they come out you're like "Mm, now that makes sense Mm -hmm.
1: yeah no I agree and I feel like we talked about this in previous episodes when we were describing like why we like fantasy and it's because it like covers very real themes and topics but in a way that's not so real but like
0: yeah there there are some underlying very real sad themes in this book
1: yeah but it's like in a fun way because it's not because it's about (laughs) fairies you know
0: war and whimsy
1: <laughs> love
0: honestly that's that is what this book is
1: <laughs> it, thought you would like that more sarah war and whimsy part two <laughs> not as many women it's not just women in this book unfortunately so the yeah the, i can't fully reuse the title from <laughs> the little woman episode Um, yeah, I think that's just like everything that I can say that's spoiler-free about this book. Do you unless you have anything to add? No, that's that's all for me. All right, let's get the fuck into it.
0: I will you you may start. <laughs>
1: okay, I'll start. Um <laughs> the first chapter of this book though, because I do want to talk about it, it's from Reese's perspective but during the previous war that happened 500 years ago. And I thought that was a great way to start a book that is about a war that is ha- about to happen.
0: Foreshadowing- I, huh? I, I said, I also love that. I feel like if you're going to have the first chapter as a slightly different perspective, this is the appropriate way to do it i i'm contrasting this to the juiced chapter which was not tied in well um i did not appreciate that but this it's it's still from reese's perspective so i thought yeah i thought it was a fun not fun it was about war death but you know whimsy It it was whimsical what a chapter
1: um Anyways, uh, so yeah, I thought that was a great way to start the book. I also want, we kind of shouted out her a little bit in the last episode, but Alice is one of the best characters. I love her so much. I have a quote from her in the beginning of the book when Farah came back to the spring court and Alice says. They say you came back different, came back wrong. I never bothered to tell them that I think you came back right. Came back right at last. So like she sees she- I
0: love how like she's just knowing. Like she knows what Thera is. Like she knows and she's just like you know what? That's cool.
1: Yeah. I feel like she's like a grandma. She kind of reminds me of my Nana.
0: It, it, the vibe is correct.
1: The vibe is correct. The niss. The niss. But yeah, that was one of my like favorite parts of the book is that Feyre was like obviously fooling literally everyone else. But Alice was like, I see you. And I support you.
0: Real quick, go to page 109 midway through I feel like the emphasis on like he had it in her is the emphasis should be on the word her and not in what why I feel like it makes sense <laughs> I know it doesn't make sense to me the way I read it because in is in the last sentence and the her. it just doesn't work for me I read that like little area like three times I was like Why is something is wrong with it for me? But we can move past that. What do you want the emphasis to be on? Her. Like the next word. Because they're like laughing about it, being like, I didn't think I had you had it in you. But like they're making a joke, being like, oh, he had it in her. That's why they're laughing. You, You don't say had it in her (laughs) that's not it it's had it in her like the point is her the point is not in no I think the point (laughs) is is that
1: that the point is there I think they're making fun of him and being like oh looks like y'all are like canoodling like in like his dick in her yeah
0: like I get that but for me if that is what she's trying to get across it should be in her. I mean, if
1: anything, I think it would be it emphasized instead of her. <laughs> if
0: you were to change it. Yeah. <laughs> no. Because, that looks not right. No, I don't think the emphasis
1: should be on her. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it. Yeah, it. <laughs> like his dick it yeah. to be like ooh it i don't think the emphasis <laughs> no. on her makes any sense um, emphasis
0: on it <laughs> <It's> not... <laughs> oh that's funny though all right i see what you mean however I just, I feel like the emphasis was on the wrong word for me, and I thought about that for a while, but that that was not a very interesting point. I just wanted to see what you thought.
1: (laughs) No, I feel like the (laughs) emphasis is on the right word, but whatever, we can move past this. (laughs) Anyways, we're going to backtrack a little bit from that weird point. (laughs) I loved the part of the book where Feyre, um like, f- fucks with Ianth during. I think it was the summer solstice when she like moved a bunch of stuff around. So Ianth was like trying <laughs> yeah. to be all magical, and she like put her arms to the sky, and the sun was in the wrong spot. I loved that because I hate Ianth, and I I just like, I like the idea of her being embarrassed i did like that scene too it was so good
0: i also like that like you know lucian knows yeah i feel like that's i don't want to say like a testament to their friendship but just like he's not just tamlin being tamlin being like yeah lucian redeems himself in this book
1: granted I didn't think he needed much redeeming to begin with but I know some people think that he needed to be redeemed
0: I feel Um, like Tamlin also he doesn't redeem himself however
1: I mean he's not I think we talked about this a lot in the last episode. We Like, he's not evil. He's just a freaking dumbass. Like,
0: Yeah, I think that's, it's very clear in this book to me at least that, like, Tamlin is not the villain. mm -hmm. He was just stupid.
1: Yeah. And I feel like the same can be said about Lucian. Like, I feel like at the end of the last book, you have a moment where you think that they're the villains because they walk out with Hibern. But they did have good intentions and like I feel like Lucian also proves in this book especially that he is not just Tamlin's servant and I think he like tries really hard to break from that because he realizes that that was like what caused a lot of the problems was him not kind of thinking for himself and him just being Tamlin's
0: emissary and trying to be a good employee. Yeah I feel like it's hard to tell in the beginning though like you know Lucian has ulterior motives. It was like he's not going to fuck with Feyre because he wants to get back to Elaine. Like true. That's his goal. So like him being nice to Feyre isn't really like a he's finally stepping up. I feel like it partly is self-motivated.
1: Yeah, that's true. I liked that um I appreciated his shock when going to the night court for the first time. And I think, I think I probably sticky noted it, but he was like, there's children laughing in the streets. Like he was just like listening and he heard that outside and he was just so shocked because he expected like screaming, not like a nice home with multiple, like happy, healthy people living in it and like children laughing in the streets.
0: Yeah, I, I think it's that scene where Lucian's like, I didn't I didn't realize that I was the villain in your story. And I was like, Oh he knows.
1: <laughs> oh he knows. He was never the villain in my story, but I love him. But um yeah, I also loved uh Feyre and Lucian's like travels together after the fucking oh, what were they called again? It was like the prince and princess from Highburn that were just insufferable i hated
0: them when lucian and fair were running across the ice being like chased (laughs) i was like i was sweating stress yeah i i feel
1: like this is like obviously we talked about it in previous books but like this is another book where there's just like so many twists and there's so much that i didn't see happening like Fera and like all all of the spring court people being poisoned with feybane so that their like journey was that much harder it it was a good plot device cuz it was
0: like it made things yeah just yeah i i, I feel like it it was a very good way to like tie it in later being like mm-hmm. it's a huge problem now cuz it started out with just a oh they fucked with Feyre yeah it's bad for her specifically and then you're like no 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 this is bad for all of Prithian
1: Mm -hmm. and I feel like it was even mentioned a little bit in the previous book but like
0: but like gently you know
1: yeah it's again one of those things you don't like really you don't grasp it too hard and then you're like holy shit this actually played a huge role
0: When Lucian's brothers were attacking them. That. I was genuinely so excited when uh, Azrael and Cassian like appeared. I was like, oh, it's
1: happening. I know. I, whew, I was like, just in the nick of time. Thank God. I hate Eris. with like a burning passion he like just the way I picture him too like I just he's the in my in my like mental image of him he has the type of face that you want to punch and the type of like snarky condescending attitude where it's like I want to hit you so bad like he's that guy
0: I think the thing is it's because you know he's smart but yeah, when, when uh, Cassie and Azriel show up and you realize that like both of them are fully fine from mm-hmm. um, everything that happened, I was like, because like Reese and Feyre talk a little bit mind to mind being like alive. And I was like, Jesus, <laughs> alive and well.
1: <laughs> Can't guarantee that. <laughs> oh, you know what I don't like? I did, there's- I've been meaning to mention this for like the past couple books. The only two. Um, I do not like this reoccurring theme of Reese licking away Feyre's tears. (laughs) I don't like it. Can't you just wipe them with your hand and have it be like romantic and not sexualized and you're not tasting salty tears?
0: Like, I'm going to be honest. I don't think I remember reading that happening. <laughs> it happens in every book. <laughs> like I remember it happening under the mountain, but I thought that's because he was being like, you know, like wicked and sadistic and he's like, trying to make make it gross, basically. No, it, it, it happens <laughs> genuinely when- genuinely don't remember it.
1: Go to 135, like halfway down. And I know it happened. In the previous book at 1.2, I just forgot to mention it.
0: Oh my God. Right? (laughs) If I was crying and someone licked my face, you know what? I would stop crying. It's true. But it would be replaced with fury.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I... I don't like it I love Reese but that just I can't I can't I can't get behind this behavior
0: I also I I honestly must have just (laughs) pretended like I didn't read it um I don't like that at all I do also have speaking of Reese there's part of this book that I think is just an incorrect plot hole it's when Reese is trying to go into a human's mind, just to, like take away their fear or like do something. Mm-hmm. And they're like, he couldn't do it because like the human's mind was like too scared. And I was like, okay, I get that. However, given that you spent two and a half books, telling me that he is the strongest thing in the entire world for the past 500 years you being like oh but he can't do anything to this human mind because it's too strong that seems a little bit dumb to me i was like mm. i get that now i'm doubting his powers i
1: don't there's i mean <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: there's a, there's a lot of things that i don't but like one human and you're like no Can't do that. I can wipe out armies by looking at them, but you know, this one human. Yeah. That doesn't work. Fair enough. So I didn't love that. Didn't love that at all.
1: No, I get that. I see your point.
0: Yeah. I, I want some continuity. I need him to be able to crush everyone's mind.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's fair. I
1: just to like, Kind of jump a bit in the book. I love Azriel so much. I love his like dry sense of humor and like, oh, just everything about this man.
0: He has my heart. I like that he's just like so serious and dark. I know. But then he has, he has that like secrets. dry sense of humor when he gets a little bit lighthearted and I'm like,
1: oh, you have a little soft
0: side. And this I know this is jumping ahead, but when Asriel defends more and like beats mm-hmm. up Eris, not in like a murdery way, but in a, you know what, I'm gonna punch you right now.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Ugh, Azriel deserves the world.
1: He does deserve the world. And I feel like I could be the one to give it to him.
0: Can we also appreciate that the more Cassian love triangle is obviously complicated. And we all are like, why? Why would you not just love either one of them? And I feel like it was the best possible way in this book to explain it. Yeah. I feel like it was the only way that I would have been like. Oh, my God. Because any other way, I would have been like, why? Because they're both perfect. Yeah. More is more into girls. I know. I I, that, that, that was, was another twist.
1: That was a twist. <laughs> because, like, you don't really hear about her being with any women. You only hear about her and Cassian and her and Azriel one time. And then she gets with Helion
0: yeah like she's not disinterested in men she just
1: prefers, prefers
0: women, women. And i was like oh, more and asriel she just hasn't told either of them yet it's uh i can't wait for that to happen i love it i just want more to find happiness and i want asriel to find happiness and i want cassian to find happiness i want so glad reese is happy <laughs>
1: also the twist of because like I'm at least for me it was a twist I did not pick up on this in the first two books but finding out that the bone carver which was shown to Feyre as her unborn son with Reese,
0: are you joking that was so exciting I gave me chest pain Could you imagine?
1: What? Looking at your unborn son. Oh. What we were (laughs) just talking
0: about. I thought you were doing like the could you imagine and then you were going to say something. But that'd that'd be a very weird thing to see. When Lucien and Reese first meet, I love Reese's little rant slash speech at Lucian where he's like I get it you've been through a lot but I will say this once you look at Feyre like that again and I'll rip your fucking throat out and I was like I love that <laughs> it was beautiful I love him I love those tropes
1: mm-hmm. touch her and you die Yeah, look at her wrong and you die I really like Amarin's character and like when we were kind of hearing about her backstory a little bit and I like that like her character is always like very mysterious and very like the kind of scary because you don't really know anything about her all you know is that she's just like super fucking powerful and I liked getting just like a little bit of her backstory but she still keeps the mystery alive. You know what I mean? Like, she's not. So, like, I'm still invested in the sense that I want to hear the rest of Amron's backstory. Yeah. And, like, find out about where she came from. And, like, we kind of I love that she... they're
0: all, like, a little bit afraid of her, too. I know. I think that's cute. They're like, yeah, we're all friends. But also, <laughs> no one do anything to because
1: Because <laughs> she's scary.
0: Also, Nesta in this. I cannot like her. Same. I have issues. When they were on the brink of a war, they're like, yeah, can you come meet with the other High Lords to say what happened? It's not like it was just Prithian. The human worlds were also going to be crashed. And she's like, no. Right? I'm sorry, what? She's like, you don't know what happened to me in there. I'm like, yes, but do you realize it's you or the entire world? Like, I the thought process does not compute for me. I think she is not very good at thinking bigger that, picture. You know what? Other people also suffered a lot.
1: Yeah, like it wasn't just me like I get it she went through a lot
0: yeah and it's not Feyre that did that to her why is she being so mean to Feyre
1: I hate Nesta so much
0: especially because she's the older sister like I get it if you're the youngest kid and you like don't understand you're like you. you're my older sister you're supposed to protect me that kind of vibe maybe I'd like have a little bit more compassion, but she's the oldest and she's like, Feyre, you should have done something. I'm sorry. What?
1: Also, I feel like
0: Elaine, like
1: just to like compare Elaine, like Elaine also objectively had much more taken away from her than Nesta did. And as soon as Elaine had the ability to help, she said, okay. And like, yeah, she didn't take out her misery on other people. Like if anything, she just took it out on herself when she was like super sad and like not eating and stuff like that but then she still like helped when the time come and she was needed. Yeah,
0: I just, Nesta.
1: Like, I don't feel that much sympathy for you, Nesta, just because of the way that you are acting (laughs) after going through whatever you went through. I don't care.
0: No, I also, I, I can't imagine like a way to redeem her like i just i can't
1: cuz i feel like <sighs> and then she like acts all like protective and kind of coddly towards elaine and it's like you're not helping elaine at all because you're doing like you're still acting out of like a self-serving kind of need yeah. Like and obviously, like, Feyre also wanted to protect Elaine and was very cautious when it came about Lucien being around Elaine because Elaine like lost the ability to marry her fiance who she loved. But like, Al- Neth- or Feyre still had like foresight in being like, if Lucien can help Elaine, that's a that's a risk I'm willing to take. Whereas Ness is just like, no. I don't like Lucian, so I don't want him to help her, even though he could probably help her. Yeah, like.
0: And if you're if she's gonna be so protective over Elaine, like Fair is also your younger sister, would you like to try and be nice?
1: Literally. Like, I don't understand. I don't understand. And she does have her like weird moments where you could kind of see that she's like a little bit soft like kind of towards Cassian when she's like worried about Cassian and then also like her and Feyre have this weird conversation about how Nesta didn't know that she didn't know how to read and was like well why didn't you just ask and I would have taught you and Feyre was like would you have bitch like yeah I
0: feel like I feel like that says more about nesta like negatively than anything for me being like oh i didn't know you could read i'm like how would you like obviously she didn't know how to read you lost all that money at that time in her age how would you not know like you know if someone can read you just did not care about fair enough to find out yeah like you didn't speak to her you didn't do anything with her you just took the money and sat inside Hater, her <laughs> passionately hate nesta
1: God, just can't deal with it i think she's
0: the villain of this story for me maybe
1: yeah i just find her like really annoying and i don't have a lot of sympathy towards her and i feel like like i don't know i understand that some people when they go through traumatic events like they tend to self-destruct and take things out on other people but nesta's just next level because like she was like this even before she went through trauma so like that's another thing that it's like it's just like it's just heightened you were never nice and then you went through something and you are you're using it as an excuse to like make you worse yeah anyways i would like to talk about um what i think is like Lucian's main like kind of redemption arc that he goes to when he decides to go to the continent to find the other queen for essentially the night court like yeah it's for like the greater purpose of the war and stuff like that but like he's essentially, for the night court. yeah yeah he's essentially working for Reese, and I feel like that was like the main moment where Lucian is like kind of becoming A part of
0: Feyre's chosen family yeah he's becoming part of that life I feel like also for me I feel like that was the point where he was doing something not for the purpose of being close to Elaine he was Mm -hmm. doing it because he thought it was right and I was like "Mm." Lucian
1: and he was also not doing something for the sake of like Tamlin or for the sake of like a court or for the sake of his job he was doing something for a much greater purpose then
0: yeah I, I liked his character arc in this book
1: me too he became very noble and I liked that oh you know what I realized I don't because like we always talk about our favorite quotes at the end of books and there's a quote that we did not mention in the last book that should have been mentioned unless I was like
0: didn't really stars one yes <laughs> I guess. I'm gonna be honest that quote doesn't do much for me like I I get that it's a big part of the story I get that that's like Reese's thing I get that that's like a favorite Reese thing it's cute I just think it's like a little bit like cheesy. It is, and I I just didn't I didn't really care for it that much. I just thought it was like a, a line.
1: Well, okay, I like it, so thank you.
0: For <laughs> <Okay. about that>. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mean to like shut you down. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> you're like, you know what this great quote is? I was like, oh, I hate it. And you're like, okay. <laughs> no sarah keep going about the quote it's great no
1: i just wanted to bring it up that was just like the point i thought you were going to be a lot more excited about it but whatever okay we're gonna move are you gonna
0: read the quote for us or i guess my feelings are hurt now (laughs) do you want me to pretend to like it
1: yeah i'm gonna read it and i want you to have like a
0: okay okay i'll i'll do i'll do a proper reaction go my acting test all right
1: you got this to the stars who listen and the dreams that are answered
0: oh my god that quote is so beautiful (laughs) (laughs)
1: like like it's
0: cute it's cute you're right
1: shut the fuck up (laughs) 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 moving on um i want to talk about
0: I really violently shut you down. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's so funny.
1: I do want to like talk about something that I didn't really notice again when I read this book for the first time, and it was one of the spicy scenes. Um, and there's just a line. And this is a this is a quote that I think you and I are both going to dislike, not just one of us. Um but it was <laughs> when not they gonna were... let that go. <laughs> no, I'm never going to let that go. But it was like after one of the first battles and they decided to do it and the quote is oh, yeah. his growls of pleasure filled the tent, <laughs> drowning out the distant cries of the injured and dying. <laughs>
0: I thought that was so funny. It's like, yeah, I know people are hurt and wounded, but you know what? We're going to have sex louder than that.
1: Can you imagine being one of the dying people and all you hear is like the high lord of the night court getting frisky?
0: I That, that was so funny.
1: I don't know what I would do. That would be so uncomfortable. Or imagine like being a healer and like trying
0: to work. And you're like, can you please be quiet? People are dying over here. Faye <laughs> I... and Reese are like, sorry, can you guys quiet down a little bit? You're ruining the mood. Um... <laughs> We're going for, for
1: sensual here and the the dying is just not doing it for us.
0: See, it's things like that where, like, that was a totally unnecessary sex scene to add in. It just, like, kind of made it funny. (laughs) Like, okay.
1: And here's, like, I did not really pick up on that when I read this book for the first time. Like, I don't really recall. Like, I remember them doing it at this time. But I didn't understand... That the, the people dying around them was happening loudly. <laughs> like, I, ass- I don't know why I assumed that they were like, that maybe like the dying people were elsewhere, like far away where the sound wasn't Can carrying. Can you die quieter?
0: I just like, I assumed they would make like a bubble around the tent and then, you know, block out all the noise, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Because they're magical, all-powerful beings. So why not? But you know what? <laughs> what's a better way to cancel up the sound of dying people? <laughs> it's also the fact that they're growls
1: too. Like it's not not moans. It's oh
0: <laughs> For the life of me reading any of the sex scenes in these books, I can't help but like, Wonder what this would be like if it was like humans.
1: <laughs> like, what would you do if someone growled at you? And
0: just... <laughs> I'd be very confused. Or like,
1: obviously, I'm we laughs. don't have
0: we don't have wings. So when I read it, and then I'm like, mm. so what if they just like poked your arm? <laughs> Sensual arm touching. <laughs> it's. Yeah, that was there's some unnecessary bits in this book. <laughs> That's definitely one of them. You're right. <laughs> I agree with you in that quote. Oh
1: yeah, thank you.
0: <laughs> when um, mm-hmm. Nesta and Farah were in the library. Mm-hmm. Oh shit! Yeah, forgot about that. Oh, I loved because they they built up to that by talking about the like creature in the library earlier. And Reese was talking to Pharaoh and being like, yeah, Cassian went down there one time, came back terrified and would never tell him what he saw down there. And was like, I swear to God, don't go down there. I will tie you to the bed. Yeah. Bed. (laughs) (laughs) Tie you to the chair. Tie you to your desk. Not (laughs) God that was not the direction that was headed <laughs> but he was basically like just don't like it's not it's not a joke and has never told reese because he was so scared of what was down there and then when the monster came <laughs> and Pharah and or not the monsters like Hibern's the ravens soldiers. yeah the ravens and when cassian just sent it down without another thought to like Obviously for Feyre, but
1: also for Nesta. Nesta and I was like, I feel like in uh, this book you can tell so much that Cassian like really likes Nesta, and that also makes me hate Nesta more because Cassian is incredible. Do you know what I would do to have Cassian?
0: But you can also tell that Nesta likes Cassian in like her own very very mean way. I but just like it, don't like, care i do love and that's a that's a later we may go to the bound court now but yeah no i love i love that library scene
1: yeah that was a good ass scene and that was when we found out that elaine is like a seer and i mean i kind of thought that before like asriel pointed it out i don't know why other people didn't think that she was having visions if like mad you're in a magical realm like why would she not be psychic if she's like speaking in riddles like that that was my first conclusion
0: i feel like it's a very logical like assumption when who doesn't love this storyline when cassian was wounded on his arm but he's covered with like shields and like whatever he walks into the tent and nesta immediately knows he, that he was wounded and like they never talk she's nesta's very mean we've established that but she like tends to his wounds and like gives him bandages and it's like the most interaction they've had and like kindness between the two and i was like someone's oh, I, a love ruin. That. <laughs> I love it when someone's injured and they have to help each other
1: yeah as much as I um hate Nesta I do love the Nesta and Cassian storyline
0: I feel like that that is a cute like trope too though like a really grumpy person and a really happy person also you know what I like you know when the main like dark character it gets too nice and you're like okay this is a little bit boring now Mm -hmm. I like that Reese still is periodically has to go um, to like the court of nightmares and go full on evil mm-hmm. because I feel like that ruins it. Sometimes the story Cause like you, you, you fall in love with the evil version of them too. Yeah. And yeah. when they're just fully soft, when they like get the girl, it's like, okay, well now you're just, now you're just regular. Yeah,
1: but I like, I like that-, that
0: it, carries through and like he has the mask for other people of like I am I can kill you instantly I'm very powerful and dark but also still soft
1: and he's like it's nice that he only does it for people who are just like the worst you know what I mean like he goes or like to the Illyrian war camps and like, he, it's not like he's being necessarily evil there, but he has to be powerful and he has to be like dominant. He's not being soft with these people. He is like, I am yeah. your high Lord.
0: Whereas like, when he's like me. talking,
1: huh?
0: Like obey me.
1: Yeah. Whereas like in The Court of Nightmares, he does have to be evil and like powerful in that way. But I like, there's layers to his character.
0: Yeah. I feel, oh, there's actually one scene in this book that I like love when, sorry? Like an onion, he is like an onion. Peel the back. But no, there's one he that I love when he's in a um, court of nightmares, and it's the first time Farah comes out to, uh, like the court of nightmares wearing a crown. So they find mm-hmm. out that she is high lady, and no one bows, and he's like, bow, and I was I, like, oh damn, that was that was, that was hot. I
1: love that vibe. Literally, like things like that to me. Are so much hotter than his growls of pleasure drowned yeah. out. the really sounds enough. of the dying, like literally him saying the word "bow." Like that did it for me. That was enough. I
0: was like, "That is." That's hot. the whole sentence. It's just "bow." Period. And I was like, "This." That is who I fell in love with. Imagine if you you know how like sometimes people take quotes of books. And then you see the quote and you're like, damn, I have to read that book. <laughs> what, if, what would you do if you saw his growls of pleasure drowned out but <laughs> dying? Honestly, <laughs> I, might, I might be curious. I'd be like, this is either hilarious book or weird, but I'd probably read it. I would probably read it too. I would be hilarious. I think, I think you should make some fan art that's just that. I think so. I loved oh, Azriel
1: during the meeting of the High Lords. Just everything. Everything he did. Like when he defended Feyre and said, be careful how you speak about my High Lady. And I was like, oh, Because oh, he that. doesn't speak very much, but he's
0: scary. And I like that. I, I like the quiet ones that are, like, strong. Because, like, the way I picture that is, like, he's he's going to fucking kill Tamlin. I also love, I love that, because obviously, like, at this point, Feyre is trying to, you know, be like, oh, look, I I am High Lady, I have power too. And mm-hmm. the fact that Asriel immediately stopped fighting, not when Reese told him to stop, but when Feyre was, like, stop i was like "Mm." asriel he is a gem and i love him i hate that he had a hard childhood he did not deserve that Mm
1: -hmm.
0: but he is wonderful and powerful
1: okay i feel like now we're getting into the the part of the book where it's just like twist after twist after twist like we're like three quarters in and i feel like now we're starting to like ramp up speed in the plot line
0: yeah, The, the ending um, like the ending quarter of this book I oh, I didn't
1: know what to expect and everything kept changing and then my opinions kept changing I
0: remember one huge blog post. I'm just going to say it uh, Lucian's father Woo! is not who Aaron. you think it was
1: Yeah It's Helion I feel like Eris is going to become High Lord of the Autumn Court, but I feel like Lucian is going to become High Lord of
0: Day Court. Yeah, like there's no way that doesn't tie in later.
1: Yeah, because there's I don't think Helian has any other sons.
0: No, no, they were like he is Lucian is his only son. Yeah, another twist
1: when Jurian ended up being good, and like
0: that was part of me saw that coming.
1: No part of me saw that coming. I thought he was gonna like. I thought he was full, fucking, fucked up, crazy, asshole, evil man, and he. (sighs) And like, even when he like came out after like. Cause like we found out that he was good when they went back to the mortal mortal realm to like see Elaine's former fiance. And they were like, who told you all of this? And Jurian comes out and he's like, I did. And I was like, he's going to like kill them all. They're all going to die. I thought they were going to
0: die for sure.
1: And then he was like, just kidding. I'm actually fighting on the right side because I feel bad that I was such an asshole. And I'm like, he, excuse me.
0: You cannot be serious right now. I feel like the amount of willpower and just, like, purely a good person that Reese is, you can tell through the book with the fact that he doesn't use his powers to, like, go into people's minds and just, like, check or, like, make them do what he wants them to do, even though it would be significantly easier for everyone if he would do that. Mm -hmm. I think that says a lot about his character, and I love it.
1: I think so too.
0: But yeah, the Durian thing, that threw me.
1: Threw me through Off. a loop. Also, another twist that was like so uh, heartbreaking was when the surreal died.
0: I I was like, no. Mm. Sorry, I would have been like a regular level upset when the surreal died. If it like it truly was an ambush. But the fact that he went to meet Farah, even though he knew they were tracking him or her, and like he was likely gonna get like caught or killed, but he came anyways.
1: Because she was nice to him. I always pictured the surreal as a her. Oh, really? yeah I always pictured a lady
0: oh I always pictured a dude interesting Hmm. I guess it doesn't really matter
1: I don't think so maybe let's just go with like they they them (laughs) (laughs) yeah but yeah I always like and it was really sad the surreal dying already just because like I don't know, just the way that the Suriel walked up to Feyre, and it was a lot more casual than ever before. You kind of knew something was up. But I feel like for most of the book, we know the surreal as like fucking ancient, so you don't really ever imagine that they'd be killed. Like, I, th- I thought the surreal was always going to be a part of this book.
0: I know, I feel like that, <laughs> bringing it back to quotes, <laughs> I feel like that one was a better one for me than the stars one.
1: What quote?
0: But I think it maybe is just because I, like, really liked the scene. But when he was, like, "Uh, just, like, promised me one thing, like, leave this world a better place and where you found it. It's not the quote so much as it is himself the Surreal saying it.
1: I will say, though, that the one good thing that came from the Surreal's death is that Ianth also died.
0: Oh my god, she deserved that.
1: Holy fuck, thank god. I was pissed. I just, like, I hate her. She's so condescending and awful.
0: She almost has, like, the same Like, for me, the same level of just evil as Dolores Umbridge. Dude, yeah, but she's, like, hot
1: and, like, also a sexual predator. (laughs) I thought you were talking about Dolores Umbridge. I was like, (laughs) okay, what can I say? She really does not for me.
0: <laughs> I I didn't want to judge, so I hesitated. <laughs> I guess we can get to the war. I mean, I'm at I, I wanted to
1: talk about Tamlin's like redemption arc, which is like five hundred. Oh,
0: like when he gets taken by the cauldron. Not him, Elaine, and he yes. stays. Okay, I was <laughs>
1: like, excuse me.
0: <laughs> You're like, I just read that
1: something really important. <laughs> Um, no, but I really liked Tamlin's redemption arc in this book, because I feel like for the entirety of the last episode, we were like talking about how Tamlin isn't evil. He's just stupid. And I feel like he finally got like a little smart. A little.
0: Yeah, I feel like this book really shows that it truly was like he was so in love and just dumb Mm -hmm. rather than evil like ianth was so mm-hmm. yeah when um sorry just like-, to, like gently backtrack when elaine got taken by the cauldron into Hibern's camp stress and Azriel immediately was like i will go get her That was incredible. I was very happy about that. Um I feel like that that was a big, a big moment for Tamlin's redemption.
1: Yeah, and I think it was important that he gets a redemption. Like I feel like he needed to either like because he was kinda of, like in the middle, so you know what I mean? Like he wasn't good and he wasn't evil. So I feel like I needed him to pick a lane.
0: Yeah, I was getting confused. I didn't know what what to feel about him, so I I feel like I also appreciated the fact that he was, like, ready to throw his life on the line to save Thera.
1: Um, I found the plotline of the Ouroboros very intense. It's kind of stressful.
0: All I could think about was... Oh, I don't even know what it's called. Is it uh Esmeralda? What is the Harry Potter mirror?
1: Aricide?
0: Airside. What am Esmeralda's I Esmeralda's
1: from the hunchback of Notre Dame.
0: <laughs> a lot of mirrors.
1: <laughs> she's also not a mirror, she's a person.
0: <laughs> <Esmeralda>. Whatever. Um <laughs> Yeah, all I could think about was that. Because, like, it's the same idea. It was, like, you look into it, people go mad. Don't, like, mm-hmm. I just thought it was uh, a fun little parallel. But, yeah, I was, I was impressed that she got it. Same. I like, I, like I like how
1: Feyre just, like, it's, like, a theme throughout all of these books where everyone is literally just testing her, like, character and her perseverance. Like,
0: yeah, every... I like that the bone carver was, like, yeah, I didn't actually want it. I just wanted to see if you'd do it. <laughs>
1: and, like... Amarantha with, like, her trials and then Reese made her go to the Weaver's Cottage. Like, everyone is just
0: testing her. <laughs> like, like, has she not been through enough? <laughs> They're like, nah.
1: And no one's actually telling her, like, their plans. They're just like, it's a test. It's fine. If you have, like, strong character, you'll be fine. If not, you'll die. It's one or the other. <laughs> Oh, And, like, just after that part, Reese Reese has some good monologues in these books when he was, like, hyping everyone up before the war. And he talks about how much he, like, cares about everyone who's present and
0: how he's so happy that he met everyone. And (sighs) see, there are some some books from, like, a monologue where you talk about your feelings and, like, say them to each other, I just think is, like, a little bit not interesting this one, mm, I cried a little bit. It was beautiful.
1: <laughs> it was so nice. The and ending, it also wasn't too long. Like it was.
0: I feel like that's my issue sometimes when they're like paragraph after paragraph after paragraph of like, here's what I like about you. Here's our history. Good luck. And then on to the next person. But it was very like one after the other, like a little bit. Just, yeah altogether thing yeah. I liked it but
1: like they all got like a couple sentences and then favors
0: was like between minds oh yeah I love their little mind thing um I have uh in the ending of this book I was in tears for several several portions of it <laughs> here is one
1: I don't know if I want to talk about it I don't think I'm emotionally ready to get into it. I have chest pains, and I'm not even looking at the part of the book. Do we ha- can we wait? I have other okay. things. We're are- not there yet. Yeah. Yeah. I liked because we one of the things that we'd never really got to um, see in previous books. Like we knew some of Reese's powers, but like when they're actually in battle, and Reese just like points a finger and then many people just evaporate. I'm like, oh shit, y'all weren't joking when you said he was powerful.
0: And I like that that was still like a a step back. Like that wasn't him being like his full power. Because you see it later in this book where he like fully transforms and is like, he is the dark. The Dark Lord? <laughs> I'm really going Harry Potter today. <laughs> Who is he? The uh...
1: High Lord of the Night Court? <laughs>
0: High Lord of the Night Court, yeah. He is the Dark Lord. You know what? It kind of works. Um... <laughs> but like But I like that you see him in like his full form being mm-hmm. like, oh, yeah, you really are the most powerful person in ever.
1: <laughs> yeah like and I I, I kind of like that um you know everything that we saw about him up until this point we were like oh yeah he's so powerful and then finding out literally in like the last 50-ish pages no, maybe a little more than last 100 pages of this book just how powerful he really really is like
0: yeah I feel like for three whole novels that was a (laughs) build-up
1: yeah and like i didn't picture his power being the way that it is you know what i mean like i didn't picture him just being able to like turn people into mist you know i thought he was
0: gonna be yeah i also didn't think that
1: it was good i i enjoyed that I found it kind of sad that two out of 3 of the monsters that they had died. Even though I know they were like evil and really self-serving.
0: I know I I, I felt like they were on our side though. So, right. so I did I I felt for their deaths. Cuz like also cuz they were siblings. Right?
1: And I don't know. I feel like I liked the bone carver the most, obviously. He's the one we like knew the most and even though he was like a sneaky little son of a bitch. It was sad when he died. Mostly him, more so than I forget the other one's name. The weaver? Yeah, but she had a name and it started with an S. Oh, yeah. But yeah, either way, the weaver. Um I found it less sad when she died. It was also a lot like. Because it was less buildup. She didn't really have as huge a part in the books. As the bone carver did.
0: I like when. uh, Nesta could feel the powers of the cauldron. Mm -hmm. And yelled for Cassian. (laughs) You know. I like. Because like obviously. He's a very very good army general. He has his lines. He's doing the. Doing the army thing, he's set on that. He's disciplined. One word from Nesta, and he's like, "I'm breaking that line and going right to you."
1: And she saved him. Like he would,
0: he would have. Uh, he would have died, and he knew that. Oh, uh, yeah. No, I I love that um, part. Also,
1: I think probably one of the biggest plot twists of this book is literally when their father comes back like I'm sorry he wasn't mentioned like since the beginning of the first book except all we knew that he was just like away somewhere and turns out he was actually gathering armies for this specific purpose because he was better
0: and that he had named the ships after Feyre, Nesta, and Elaine I was like
1: And it was so sad that his redemption arc was so short-lived.
0: Uh, that was unfair. <laughs> like, that was... uncalled for. It was like a full, like a chapter maybe of like, yay. And then he dies.
1: Literally, like probably not even a chapter. Or if it was a chapter, it was a short chapter. Because we talked some mad shit about the dad, I remember. Like... We did not appreciate him.
0: Yeah, and he he did all this, like he gathered an army to help his daughters, <laughs> and then he dies. He, <laughs> he gets means... beheaded. No, no, he, he, he doesn't he get snapped. beheaded. Oh yeah, next snapped by okay. the king of Hybern. Who?
1: I did like that. Elaine was the one to kill the king of Hybern.
0: I also really I did like that too i I like that she used the uh, Azrael's sword to do it, the one that he like never gives anyone. I was like see, however, the battle between Nesta Cassian and the king when Cassian is just down he's he's not getting up and he's like run and Nesta's like no. And then just protects him and is just going to die with him. And I was like. And then they kiss. (laughs) (laughs) If that doesn't kill you inside. I don't know what will. I was. Again. Crying at that point. I'm pretty sure. Yep. Um, Thought they were going to die. Elaine. Had her
1: little badass moment. Again. I think I talked about it before maybe i just talked about it to you but like i really like elaine's character because i love how she's like so soft and dem- demure but she sometimes has these moments where she's like i'll fuck you up you
0: yeah, know. she's like don't touch my sister and yeah. stabs him in the neck
1: yeah <laughs> she picks and chooses her moments but she does so wisely
0: so the, the plot twists don't end there no 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 <laughs> no, no, no. The king dying was just part of it. The dad dying, part of it. When Feyre and Amran go to the cauldron and Feyre finds out that Amran lied about what was about to happen. I straight up thought Amron was, was a bad evil. guy. Yeah. yeah. I was yeah. like, maybe she was lying about having feelings. Maybe she the is thing- still. There's
1: like a, I, I'm literally at the same part as you are, but she's, uh, there's like a quote that says, Amron has, had lied. She did not plan to leash the king or his army with the cauldron and the book and whatever trap she had set, I had fallen right into it. Like
0: I was deeply stressed, sweating. So that's how the chapter ends. And then you're like, well, I guess Amron's evil. I guess the world is ending. They're going to lose this battle. However, no. Amryn, I like that little bit with like Amryn and Varian where basically Amryn gives up all of her powers to go into the cauldron and turn back into her like OG self, mm-hmm. which is terrifyingly powerful. And Varian is like, please don't because huh. he loves her. But she does it anyways. And destroys everyone. Very quickly. Just ruins them all. Yeah. But, but the blocks don't, don't end there.
1: No, they do not. Because like first, like, it's literally like, we think
0: that she's bad, and then we think that she's good, and then we're like, oh my god, and then
1: oh, no. no. Anyways, so so now
0: will. Amarin is out and about. She is unleashed. She's going full crazy and killing yeah. left, right, and center. And the thing is, she can't... What she tells Pharaohs that she can't remember any of them when she's in that version of herself. So she won't have any empathy, any feelings, nothing. Like, she is a new being now. And then... The cauldron is broken.
1: I guess we got to talk about, I mean, I guess it's time to talk about this, the part that hurts. This is, I was,
0: I think the first the book, I'm sorry,
1: <laughs> you go,
0: you go. I was just gonna say, I think the first time I read this, I panic read, like, because I was like, the book is not over yet. I need to know what happens if something else happens however as everyone knows when you are crying when reading is a terrible combination (laughs) because you cannot see it's a very stressful ending for me
1: so yeah basically um our our favorite character across any series ever Reese dies
0: it's they're they're mending the cauldron. Feyre is channeling Reese's powers through her to mend it. She does not know what is happening. It's all mended. The world is fine. And the chapter ends. Can we just slightly appreciate that this is on page 666? But <laughs> um, the chapter ends with and Reese was dead.
1: I the whole okay so like I'm not sure if you picked up on the fact that Reese was dying when you were reading like the part where they were and Reese just keeps on going I love you and he like whispers it into her head and then he does says it again he's like
0: I love you and I was like Farah I don't I, think he's doing too well I also thought something was wrong to be fair I did not think he was gonna die though I, was like, I thought he was gonna
1: die and I because I was like because here's the thing
0: we're on Page six hundred and sixty-five
1: is when this whole sh- thing is going pass down.
0: Pass well, Why can't there be a pass out point before <laughs> death Well,
1: because like okay, so there's six hundred and ninety-nine pages in this book. We are on page six hundred and sixty-five. We are at like the tail end of the biggest battle, and no one of relevance dead. has yeah. died yet. And I was like,
0: and then we read Reese's is
1: dead, and I was like, is Reese dead? And then I cry a lot. I'm literally
0: getting emotional thinking about it. <laughs> There's mistiness in my eyes. And the, the, mating, the mating bond is gone between them at this point. There is nothing. She cannot hear him. She cannot
1: feel him. Oh, my God. My chest, I, it hurts. I'm in
0: pain. But then, the lot thank God. <laughs> they bring him back. All of the High Lords are there. And they give him life back. And Farah also gives him life back. And And Tamlin
1: also brings some life back just to like continue with Tamlin's
0: redemption arc. That I feel like that sealed the redemption arc for me when he basically he gives life to the mate of his love. Yeah. And was like, look, I just want you to be happy. And I was like, And it's then that also dumb. gave
1: me chest pain.
0: Fist fight, Tamlin if he didn't do it. So I feel like that could have been a thing. Like Tamlin could have just been like, huh, no. I like that could have been the origin have been able- story.
1: I don't think I would have been able to read the rest of the series. I would have been yeah. mad. If Reese dies, this is over for me. <laughs> this is not happening. Like, no. None of these characters are allowed to die. Anyways, yeah, so next episode, we are going to be reading the A Court of Frost and Starlight novella by Sarah J. Maas. Um, if you don't know, because we didn't know, we thought it was going to be a continuation of the story. So just want to emphasize that it is a novella. <laughs>
0: it was surprising to say the least expecting a continuation and reading a novella it is also very short i think it's like less than 200 pages i think so yeah yeah it's that's like i say very short that's not like a super short book but like in comparison to this like almost 700 book page page (laughs) book it's been a long day um 700 page book you know yeah different vibes Less than 200 is I sure We should have known. <laughs> we should have seen that. Yeah, real we
1: I'm pretty sure on the cover, it says novella somewhere, I think. Yeah. So that's what we're going to be doing next episode.
0: If you want to follow us on social media, it's at bookbevies. And for longer inquiries, our email is bookbevies at gmail.com.
1: And don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. Thank you for
0: listening. Thanks. Bye. Bye.
1: Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods,